Unashamed, the recovery podcast. Where we are breaking the shame and stigma of addiction and recovery. One episode at a time. By having real conversations about real recovery. And hello once again, Recovery Family. This is the Unashamed Recovery Podcast, and I am your host, Josh. Thank you for once again tuning in to our little podcast. I hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving holiday that was filled with turkey, dressing, pecan pie, gratitude, and most of all, I hope it was full of sobriety and whatever way that looks like for you. If this is your first time joining us on Unashamed, you picked a great episode to tune in. Today, we are going to talk about denial. Ah, yes, denial. That most infamous one word that we hear about so often in recovery. And I'll go ahead and I'll indulge all my listeners with the overly used phrase, denial ain't just a river in Egypt. If you have been involved in any aspect of recovery for any amount of time, I can almost guarantee that you have probably heard that phrase more than you care to hear. Denial is such a common ground for everybody, not just for people in active addiction. You do not have to be struggling with an addiction to have denial. And I think that's why denial is such a good topic for today's show. You don't have to be addicted to a single thing to have first-hand experience with self-denial. But for the sake of today's show, we will keep the topic of denial relevant to the addiction and recovery theme. Denial plays a huge role in addiction and an even bigger role in recovery. You see, denial can keep you locked in active addiction for years. Denial can pull you from years of successful recovery into sudden relapse. And then on the flip side, the acknowledgement of denial and the acknowledgement of your addiction can be the key to freedom from that addiction. Denial plays many roles in the addiction and recovery life, and many addicts will just not say that they are addicts because they just don't believe that they are addicts. Some addicts may not quite know what they are addicted to. 
They may not know what has a firm grip on their life. And their logic is, if they don't know what is what it is that is controlling them, then how could it be that big of a problem to admit to? And then there are some of them that really do know that they are addicted, but they are in denial, and they just can't see the full picture. Addicts who are in denial use different denial patterns, and those patterns can be easily recognized once you know what to look for. After recognizing and realizing the patterns, you may may be able to help them break through denial. And the thing is, in the end, it is completely up to them. If they want to move past denial, then they're going to have to do it on their own. Nobody else can do it for them. And I want to stress this. You are not responsible for making them do so. That is codependency. And so, moving forward, let's go ahead and look at some seven patterns and behaviors to look for that a person may resort to. And the first one is avoidance. When an addict is in avoidance, denial, they will avoid any attempts at talking about their addiction. They will completely change the subject. They will also avoid anyone who is trying to get them help. And then they will also cling to the people who are enabling their addiction. The next one is Absolute denial. When an addict has absolute denial, they will not believe at any length that they have even the slightest bit of a problem. It's not them that's the problem. It's you. That's the mindset when inside absolute denial. And then the next pattern is minimizing. If the addiction is brought up, the person may act like you are blowing things out of proportion or that you are exaggerating. Or the addict may come from a viewpoint of things aren't as bad as that you're making them out to be. The next uh, denial pattern is rationalizing. Rationalizing is basically the addicted person will rationalize any aspect of the addiction. They may say things like, I'm so stressed at work and I just need a little help getting through the week. Or they may say something like, I have earned a reward for my hard work. And for me personally, in my relapse, I rationalize my behavior by 
portraying myself as the victim. I was the good guy. And that is how I could justify everything that I was doing. That's how I could continue going through and doing the things that I was doing by making myself out to be that good guy. And the next denial pattern is self-deception. Self-deception is a powerful denial mechanism where the individual convinces himself or herself that things are not that bad or not that severe as they really are. The, the addict is truly convinced of it. In the heart of my addiction, I actually got to the point where I thought I could stop at any time I wanted to. I was so far in denial that I could not see how far in the rabbit hole I was. I thought I was in control of it during the whole thing when actually I was not. The next denial pattern is what we call blaming. And that's just where many addicts will use the blaming pattern to put the problem as a responsibility of someone else. This shifts the focus off of the addict and onto someone else. The next pattern is comparing. And this is where an addict says that someone else is worse than them. That it's not that big of a deal because I'm not as bad as they are. There's plenty of people that are way more severe than I am. And that's how they justify it. And those are just many, my bad, that's just some of the denial patterns. There's many, 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 many other patterns that can be used out there, but these that I just listed are the most common. And addicts use denial in order to continue engaging in their addictive behaviors. Because without denial, the addicts, we are just face to face with the truth. And in that truth, we're more than likely, more than likely, we could not continue down the road that we are on by facing the truth. So, as addicts, as humans, we embrace denial. It protects us from the hardship of truth and it lets us continue in what we want to do. It is so much easier for us to live in denial of the enemy before us than to admit that I have a problem and then do all the work to beat it. You know, at first, that problem, the enemy, it's little. And we wonder if it's really a problem or is it just our perception? And then we get to the place where we have to admit something isn't right. But we look around and we compare our situation to other people's and we see what we want to see. So we live in denial for a little while. Then when the problem cannot be ignored anymore, 
We have to make a choice. Do we deal with the problem and face the cost of time, effort, energy, money, and pain? Or do we continue living in denial, ignore the problem, and end up stranded somewhere? And we can live in denial. We can avoid looking at ourselves or dealing with the issues in our relationships, but we cannot avoid the consequences of living this way. And a person who is living in denial will paint a picture of themselves as being the victim, being innocent. They will be offended by the truth. But I want you to know what is done in the dark will come to the light. Time has a very a very unique way of showing people's true colors. And unfortunately, in all of this being said, overcoming denial is not an easy process. It usually takes hitting rock bottom that forces us to cope with the reality of our problems. It is an opportunity to accept the situation. It's an opportunity to us for us to begin to seek help and then move forward out of our rock bottom and out of our addiction and into freedom. Denial is a powerful coping mechanism. It's a mechanism that many addicts use to justify and rationalize their addiction. This is a state that can vary in duration. For some people, it may be just a few weeks. And for others, it can very well go on for months and even years. And it can go on as long as the addict chooses for it to go on. And as long as this state persists, true healing and treatment cannot begin in earnest and will more than likely end in a relapse. With acknowledgement of the denial, seeking help, doing therapy, journaling, working a program, having a support team, an accountability team, having a sponsor, the addict can begin to accept reality and then take those first important steps towards a full, healthy recovery. But it does take that initial step of admitting, I have a problem. I am an addict. I am addicted. And so... I hope if if you are an addict, if you're addicted, my prayer is that you will find the courage to break the patterns in your life that are no longer serving you. 
I hope that you can find that courage to admit you have the problem and to step out and find the help for it. You know, a quote that I heard this past week, it really fits into this. And when I heard it, it just, it really made me take a step back because it was just, it's so true. And that quote is, I could not heal because I kept pretending I wasn't hurt. And that's so true. We cannot begin that process of healing if we don't admit there's a problem to heal. We are going to continue to hurt as long as we don't admit that. And so that also kind of feeds into, you know, addiction is the only war that you must surrender to win. You cannot continue down this path of addiction and think you're going to get out of it alive without admitting that, hey, I'm addicted. It goes back, I know this sounds like I'm repeating myself, but it's it's all related. It's all the same. You cannot continue lying to yourself. One day you're going to wake up and you're going to realize that you've been lying to yourself and you're going to see all the wasted time that you could have been working to improve yourself, to, to help yourself get out of that fog. And guys, that's all the time that I have for today. Um, I know you all are busy. I know all of you or some of you have recovery meetings to attend to and errands to run and to spend time with family. It's the holidays. You got kids in school and sporting events and all these things. I, I try my best to keep these episodes short and to the point as not to get in the way of your busy lives. But I hope that in all of this that you picked up a, a thing or two that was helpful and that you can add to your recovery tool bag. I hope you will join me again next month for episode four, Relapse. Uh, if you don't know, we release a new Unashamed Recovery episode on the first Monday of every month. If you subscribe to the podcast on uh, on the whatever app that you uh, listen to, you should be able to get a notification when we post a new episode. If you like the show, I hope you will give us a rating in whatever app that you're using to listen to the show. If you did not like the show, I still hope you will give us a rating and let us know what you didn't like. We're always looking for feedback. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We're always posting recovery-related material there to give you hope, encouragement, and to help you make it through a, another day sober. And guys, you can always, always, always connect with us on Facebook at Unashamed Recovery Podcast. That's Unashamed Recovery Podcast. You can also find us on Instagram at Unashamed Recovery. And we're also on Twitter at Unashamed Podcast. And guys, 
I hope you'll go and like our pages. And don't hesitate to interact with us on social media. You know, like our post, comment on the post, share the post with your friends and other people in recovery groups. Engage in the recovery conversation and help break that shame. Guys, we would love to hear from you and we would love to hear your story. Uh, at any time, you can send us an email at unashamedpodcast at yahoo.com. That is unashamedpodcast at yahoo.com. And guys, I'm excited to tell you that we now have our website and you can find all the links to our social media accounts. Now you can find the link to our latest episode. Um, we are doing a blog. You can find the link to the blog on our on our website. And there's so much more there. Uh, that address to the website is unashamedpodcast.ownuniverse.com. Once again, that's unashamedpodcast.ownuniverse.com. And so, guys, you know, that's, that's all the time I've got. Uh, the next time I talk to y'all, it'll be the new year. So I hope you all have a wonderful Christmas. I hope it is filled with joy and love. And guys, I know the holidays can be very, very hard season for those in recovery. Uh, it's very hard for for relapses. If you find yourself struggling with temptation, if you feel a relapse coming on, <clears throat> or you know, if you find yourself having those suicidal thoughts, I want to urge you to reach out to someone. Call your sponsor. Call your accountability partners. Call a friend. Call someone you trust. You do not have to go through it alone. There is always, always, always a way out. There is hope and there is help. You have to reach out for it. And guys, with that being said, until next time, Recovery Family, I hope you stay sober, and I love y'all. Bye.